0: Repeat after me. I will be sucker free. You've entered the listening You've zone. The listening zone. Sucker Free Sunday podcast with Cloudy J and DeVoe. edition of Sucker Free Sunday, Got Five on it, the podcast that explores storytelling through music, lists, and conversation. I am your host, Voya Mayo. Our co-host, Cloudy J, Jason Delgado, is unable to be with us this evening. Um, But we'll be editing this and adding all the background accoutrement that we really enjoy. So um, he'll be here in spirit. Um, My guest today is local DJ, promoter, artist, and friend, Mr. Leonard, um, also known as Leonard Longmire. And uh, he's got a five-song playlist for for us uh, this evening. Um, on love, the, only the second person to be brave enough to tackle ah. the topic of love, and, and so I just got to give you props from jump. Um, well, for, yeah, for like for, for the courage to talk about love, um, you know, through this medium. So, welcome to the show, Leonard. How are you?
1: Good, good. Thank you for having me once again. It is truly an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. So, thank you.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad you could make it, and um, you know I hope you enjoy this I hope you enjoy this little uh, interview we got uh, scheduled here today. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, the premise of the show is to have folks create a five song playlist based on a theme or a question and then we break that down on um, what those songs mean to said guest and why. And as I just mentioned, um, my brother Leonard was the second only to Josh Chehe person to want to tackle the five song playlist about love can you tell me why that resonated with you mr leonard
1: well i'll be glad to but i, I just want to give a quick kudos to josh t <laughs> <laughs> word bless his heart right right <laughs> well i'll start off by saying this if there's anything we need more today it's love right and the last time i checked love is what makes the world go round
0: look at it y'all already so,
1: so we just gonna we just gonna go there you know that's all it that. that's all that's all in that's it right there Aryan power we just gotta keep it correct come correct.
0: yes and we should point out that both myself and uh, Mr. Le- Mr. Leonard um have always enjoyed music in the same sort of veracity um we're both Aries um there's a lot of commonalities and so um it'll probably just sound like two old friends like chopping it up but hopefully you you all gain some knowledge in between <laughs> that conversation um do you remember what your first track is leonard do you remember what you chose i have them but i don't know if you remember. um
1: i don't i don't remember what my okay back was well, we gonna break it down yeah please your please. first
0: track on your five song playlist is Leave the Door Open, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, otherwise known oh. as Silk Sonic. Can you talk yeah. about that for us a little bit? Yeah.
1: No, I, I would be glad to. And, and thank you for refreshing my memory. And the main reason why I chose that was, you know, it's so nice in this day and age to see talent, first of all, let's just say that, too to see talented artists pay respect and tribute to, wow. I'm gonna go and just just keep it 100. Mm -hmm. Most important vibration within the universe, and that's the love vibration as we speak of musical vibrations. If it wasn't for love songs and ballads, I don't know if we would still exist as a race of people on this planet. So kudos to our modern-day Anderson Pack, uh, Bruno Mars, for keeping love in their heart through all the various challenges that they go through as artists, let along as men of color in this world, and just creative beings mm-hmm. still trying to keep those vibrations alive amongst our youth and throughout you know, this universe as we right. need loving vibrations musically. Uh, that's what heals us, and that will continue to propel us forward.
0: I couldn't agree more. Um, I've not listened to this particular track normally. I listen to all the tracks before I um, mm-hmm. interview someone. Um, I love Anderson. Yep. I've just never really resonated with Bruno Mars, so I didn't click on it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be one <laughs> with you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I want, as someone that hasn't listened to this yet, mm-hmm. um, can you maybe share with me, because you have really good taste in music. So that kind of, um, seeing this on your list mm-hmm. made me think, okay, maybe there's something I'm not um, connecting with this dude about. What I don't know what it might be, but I think that you're someone that could maybe explain to me um, what it is about this particular collaboration? What are they, you know? Um, mm-hmm.
1: Can you? Are there? Um, what, what do you call it? I well, first, first of all, um, this this is really going to put it put it into context for you. And Give it's me not some so much, perspective. Yes. Yeah, it's not so much just about Bruno Mars. It isn't. You know, personally, it's about young talented artists coming together today. That have uh, reached an uh, a artist, a person, I mean, a, pre- a present audience, excuse me, a present audience today mm-hmm. amongst our youth who are not hearing any of these love vibrations as we speak of ballads or love songs. See, there's no more of that on the radio and i'm i'm
0: relying on you to tell me that because i'm kind of as a radio and i have questions about radio because you have a radio background and i have a radio background so i want to talk about that also um but i've kind of given up on commercial radio um so i'm not even sure what's what's
1: what see this is this is this is why this is is so important and this is why i'm sure i've surprised a lot of folks by having it on my list Mm -hmm. is we have to start somewhere And yes, radio has been dead for quite some time. But even on the underground, Mm -hmm. you know, how many songs do you hear about love? How many ballads are you hearing today that would make it in your top five list of of music today? We're not hearing that anymore. If you're not tapped into an old school podcast, old school mixtape, or playlist, where are you going to hear songs about love ballads and love songs anymore unless you follow a dj like myself or various others who would play these class classic you know love songs out publicly. But, but what do you mean by that so i i so 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 getting to the point is for Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars to even create this song that literally they know the audience that they're going to reach, who normally is not going to listen or hear. You know, we hope that they all resonate, obviously, with the song. But the song itself, you know, when you write a, a ballad or a love song, the vibrations are powerful because they heal the, the human condition. That's what they do, is they're healing vibrations. And if there's anything we need in this world right now, especially amongst youth uh, or anyone out there today, is we need those musical vibrations in the name of love, in which Bruno Mars and Anderson pack took it upon themselves for whatever reason to come out with that song at this time right now. Now they could have did anything. You don't even have to be a Bruno Mars fan to enjoy the song. I bet it helps. Of course, of course. But right. see, that's what we need, right? We need some help because radio's not helping us. Well some, helping
0: let's, let's preface it this great. way. Some folks need some help. <laughs> not <laughs> I everybody. <will> say, <laughs> yeah, I
1: won't say, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I won't be that biased, but yeah, okay. you know, you know yeah.
0: Not everybody's, you know, mm-hmm. unaware i mean mm-hmm. i can think of a lot of love songs that
1: well, i currently you know, we, like we, but we, we know
0: about but we're trying time. to share that with folks too yeah. and that's yeah. what i wanted to know mm-hmm. what is it about this is this particular out have you listened to the full project is it very oh, similar does it have a pro-
1: yeah i don't know if the full project is released yet okay I know that, that song is the first of the project to be released okay and All so right. um uh, well, yeah i'll put that down maybe i'll uh, you know these kids who don't know and haven't lived through the time that we've lived through as we speak of the golden era of american music um yeah they, they're not used to hearing love songs that make it to the top of the charts uh or any of that like we we witnessed growing up okay all right so um, they need <laughs>
0: <laughs> can we talk a little bit about your background in radio because you mentioned that earlier that you feel that folks aren't getting, you know, the same sort of caliber of music Mm -hmm. that was um, available in, you know, previously. Um, So can you share a little bit about your background in radio? Um, I know that you had two particular shows dedicated to jazz on two different um, platforms. So can we give the listeners a little bit of context about who you are and um, the music that you, um, you know, enjoy sharing with folks?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so, you know, when I first uh, moved to the West Coast in Fresno, California, I got an opportunity to be on radio for the first time uh, through uh, college radio or free speech radio, community radio. Mm-hmm. At Fresno State, uh, 90.7 FM, yep mm-hmm. Yep, shout out. Yeah, <laughs> and, alumni. Uh, yeah, so my um, 15 years of radio and doing a wow. jazz program, uh, also getting to do another jazz program, as you mentioned, Rhythms and Jazz on um, KFCF, which is the sister station to KPFA out of Berkeley here in the Fresno area. Uh, those two platforms really helped me connect with the Central Valley uh, community at large. And of course, radio gave me a lot of my um, experience and how to really connect and present uh, to an audience uh, various musical vibrations. And um, most importantly, impertinent information that, that goes along with this rich, rich American music history that produced you and I and is now celebrated all over the world except for the country really that it right. came from we can go into yeah. that another day that's a
0: whole another that's its own podcast okay yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly yeah. so so yeah very grateful for both of those opportunities uh, because they led me to getting connected to the community till i eventually start DJing live mm. uh in a public which is what you currently do correct yes correct
0: do you ever miss it? You miss radio a little bit.
1: Um. Yes. You just said fifteen I, I,
0: years, so I got to imagine there's got to be a little residual.
1: Yeah, you know. I do. I do uh, because, um, like I said, it's a it, local radio is just as important, if not. Oh, listening. I. Yes. Because if it's one thing that I'm always going to be about, and I think you'll agree, we need to continue to celebrate and call upon even more is celebrating community. Mm -hmm. That is uplifting one another, living and working with one another, investing in one another, and sharing the proper knowledge and information uh, with one another to stay conscious and healthy within a strong, healthy community.
0: And I, I think, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because I think we've both chosen different mediums, but some, sometimes the same medium in order to work with community. Um, my whole adult life has been nonprofit so that I can work in communities, particularly communities of color. In the Central Valley, that's not necessarily um, something that's offered um, for Black folks, I'll right. be very honest. Um, it's a very small window um, yes on this huge scale and so you know um you know recognizing the areas that we can benefit others in is important and so i just commend you um for always understanding that and still putting forth the best um the best you that you possibly can under the circumstances. Because sometimes we gotta come out of pocket. Sometimes we gotta, you know, um, not have good sleep. Sometimes we got, there's so many different variables, but we understand the necessity is great. And so we try and fill in those gaps. So
1: Correct. good for
0: you. What was your first concert, Lynn?
1: Uh, you remember you what your know. first
0: concert was?
1: Yeah, oh boy, do I. And, and boy, you're gonna resonate with this. I uh I just literally before we got on here was just mm-hmm. having that conversation and answering that question. Okay. Uh, in my first concert, drum roll please. I was 15 years old. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was the 1999 World Tour, Prince, the Time and Vance, Oh my God. Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Talk about it.
1: do you remember
0: um do you remember the feeling do you remember what you wore do you remember the energy of the crowd
1: well since i know everyone loves a good story
0: i love a good story let's do it
1: here we go we're gonna dive in okay and i gotta start here at the beginning so my aunt Frances, my mom's sister uh and her kids who I felt I was a part of of their family. And I was as a cousin, but I I wanted to be more than that. I loved them so dearly. Uh, She asked uh, me, well, my mom asked me, she said, Lynn, do you want to go to a Prince concert with uh, Aunt Frances, Nikki, and Lamar, which are my cousins? Mm -hmm. And so um, (laughs) my cousin, Nikki, who was two years younger than me, so she was like, 13,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I never forget the day she is responsible for introducing me to Prince. And, you know, my Francis, you know, they, we grew up in a, uh, I won't say too strict of a household, but we definitely had good <laughs> upbringing and, and, and mm-hmm. very good you know, to stay on the straight and narrow, but when I saw Prince for the first time on Right On Magazine with with his uh, leotard, tights,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: no shirt on, right. hot pants. Talk to me. You know, we, we had all heard Soft and Wet in the community on the radio, which was funky and was, which was the jam. Right. We had no idea. What he looked like. You that. didn't know what that yeah, brother looked like. We didn't, we didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And when we did, we was like, oh, we don't know about this dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I go to visit my... You know, cousins and my little cousin is like, Leonard, do you know who Prince is? you like Prince? You got to check out this album. And She pulled out the original vinyl of 1999. And i never forget when she pulled the vinyl out, there was an eye on it right mm-hmm. in the center. And, and it was a certain power and energy that came from that. And I was looking at her like, my Aunt Frances let you listen to this? <laughs> <laughs> Something right here, right? But right. she was so excited and confident, and just in her world with this album, I just knew. And you know, of course, I love my cousin. We super close. Aquarian energy, and and so anyhow, we we had a connection. So I trust her. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready to get introduced and be on a journey.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: she played me. Um, the intro to 1999 off the album and she played me of course lady cab driver and when she played me uh let's pretend we're married
0: Mm -hmm.
1: a-u-t automatic automatic Mm -hmm. you know i want to sing so bad right now (laughs) by the time she got the free i didn't know i know what to do i walked away like i was just like I don't know. I was in a zone, a melancholy zone. I didn't know whether to go right, left, and I hadn't. It was too much to process at that moment. But I knew, the, you know, how I felt, and I was still trying to process that. And so yeah. when my mom asked me, I just said, "Yeah, I want to go because, you know, I want to be with my cousins. And if my aunt Frances is going, mm-hmm. then I mean, you know, I got to be good." Yeah. But I was nervous. Oh, that's such all a good. Oh my God, this is such a good feeling. Because at that time we were hearing so many stories about this man mm-hmm. from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and all oh, he's very sexual and he does all these risque things during his concert. Some is appropriate for kids. Some we don't think is appropriate. And it was just like, oh, my God. And then you heard him say, man, there's going to be this brass bed that's going to come up on the stage, <laughs> you know, with these satin sheets. And he's going to get on it naked. And I'm just like, OK, I don't know if I want to see a man doing all that. And I'm only 15 years old. <laughs> Maybe I've got myself into something much bigger than what I bargained for. But i went with my aunt Francis and I got to be cool. And i went with my little cousin, so I got to be extra cool. Well, my cousin Lamar, he gonna be with me, so he's a bro, so maybe I'll be all right with him. So that was, yeah, that's how it went down. Now, when Vanity hit the stage and I saw uh, Susan, who was 16 years old at the time, I'm 15, Mm -hmm. that right away was just like, oh my God, she's 16, and I was just thinking, you know, what, why she ain't scared. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, I was in love with vanity. You know, I was just Susan had me intrigued because mm-hmm. I was just like, man, wow. Then after that, when the time came on, that let me know this is the reason why I did come to the concert. But man, when when them lights went down after the intermission of t- the time. Mm-hmm. And purple resonated throughout the whole stadium. And smoke was filling the whole place. I felt my wave brush in my pocket just vibrate. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Lord. And I had on my Calvin Klein designer jeans. Of course you did. My Argyle socks. Oh, my stars. My card, and, you know, uh, cummerb- uh, 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 tie clip with my yes button down shirt and uh oh man and then i had my stitch toe uh slip on floor shoe tassel you know shoes Mm -hmm. oh yeah Mm -hmm. we was was coming with it of course i had the billy d at the time the way well
0: i mean it was you know it it was the era i mean (laughs) come on you had to you had to
1: but he uh he came out and opened up with controversy went into sexuality and then less work and then from that point on i was on a ride like i knew i was gonna be on and that was the most memorable moment in my musical life because he took you to school with soul jazz gospel funk uh and then some. And I never forget this, I, it was a moment where I looked around the whole stadium at one point in time when he did, how come you don't call me anymore? And I saw great grandmas, grandmas, mothers, daughters, sisters, teenage girls, just everyone screaming and crying and going off. And I knew then that he was the man because mm-hmm. you can be give- a Great-grands, grandma, mom, my auntie, Mm -hmm. and teenage girls and everybody else in between. Yeah, you're doing something.
0: just imagine. I've
1: only witnessed various icons that can resonate with all women in this world like that. Marvin Gaye was one of the first ones that I saw my mom and my aunt and my grandma resonate with because they wasn't really them type of people. But it was something about the spirit of these icons that resonated with them and I knew when you strike that 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 vibration with with a with a woman with the I call it the, the goddess that goddess vibration you're doing something right in the world because those are the women that make this world move
0: and that is why I like to ask this question I like to find out um you know what was your first experience in music and how did that make you Same. feel and that particular concert, um, I think I was 11, no, I was 12. Um, and Rose Hall, my mama to folks that have listened to this show, absolutely said, uh, no, for all the reasons you just said, mm-hmm. for all the things she'd read, we got, you know, we had magazines come to the house all the time and I would sneak and go by right on because she wasn't, she didn't think that was very youthful. Um, and she just was not having it. Um, And so, you know, it was much later. um, Even in high school, he came once and she was still like, no, that's (laughs) inappropriate. You won't be. um, But I, I respect that. I mean, there are a lot of things I asked to do as a young person that, you know, I needed to ask permission. I don't know if that happens anymore. And so oh. our, while I respect her for that, I sure was salty for a whole lot of years. <laughs> um I'm sure, I'm but sure you were I do like to hear that people um you know experienced that particular lineup in particular, um, in that way. It, it just it just makes me happy.
1: And my business um, probably was was on that same you know, That's probably why
0: she went with y'all, Leonard. That's why she but, decided to be the person she, that took you. she saw
1: that her daughter loved it so much that she said, well, I'll go with her. Yes. So at least That's she was, smart. Yeah. At least she That's was very smart. So. so I really admired her for that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. When I got older, I did call her out a little bit. I'm like, you used to have me babysit while you and the aunties would go <laughs> see Teddy Pentegrass. <laughs> How dare you, lady? <laughs> Love TKO? I heard about those shows. I mean, not when I was young, I didn't hear about it. But later on, I'm like, seriously? Draws on the stage, lady? I couldn't go see Prince. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Your second track um, on this five-song playlist about love is a mashup of Dilla and MJ. And it's Player Has Butterflies, which is such a beautiful collage of... um, Genres and sounds, and can you tell us a little bit about this track and why you chose it as your second
1: um, song? Well, first of all, rest in peace to Jay Dilla and to the King MJ. Right. Uh, kudos to Detroit and uh, Motown
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and all those things I mentioned specifically because, as a DJ and getting into producing, uh, I love that that mashup. And 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 to me, just the um, man, just the genius of Jake Dilla to even think right. of, you know, bringing that Motown, you know, vibe over one of his beats with the legendary young and talented M J, and then when you hear it, it's just yeah, it just fits. Mm-hmm. And here you have the old school and the new school coming together. And it's just resonating like it was like it came out yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it hits every time you play it out with everybody and it bridges generations together.
0: And that was another question I wanted to ask. Do you play this particular track out? And do people yes. two step? Yeah, have this yeah, thing about yes. two stepping right now. I don't know right. what it's about, yeah. but <laughs> I- I've been out, I've been going a long time. So I just, you know, I daydream about things and I just wanna know is people two step in the Dilla? and MJ mashups at
1: Mr. Leonard joints. You know, uh, the beauty is just seeing folks still wanting to, to slow dance. Just have ah, true. And it's an
0: art form though, land We yeah. can't, I don't want to beat anybody up for not slow dancing. I was never taught. You know, I came up when breaking. So it's really hard for my era to really, um, I mean, I'm my first dance I went to, all the boys, was just breaking what nobody asking us to dance and when they did it was for a little while and -hmm. then they started dancing together so it was there's a whole fraction of young women who didn't learn how to slow dance properly because that was not the vibe at the particular time um so it's scary to me sometimes because i'm like i thought i was dancing slow but clearly, we just don't know how to do that properly. You know, like
1: it just gets to to the point how we started this podcast. These are the things we got to have and we got to bring back. I mean, they're that important and that powerful. Literally, that's how we got here. And if we just you know cast those things away to decide, side, I don't know where we're gonna go. Because as you you know share your experience. Think about what social media generation is doing. Because I'm witnessing this. I think they dancing
0: with their arms.
1: Yeah, no, I'm literally, <laughs> I'm, I'm witnessing this firsthand. I'm watching some of these kids see, you know, others or older folks, you know, slow dancing and just on their phone looking like, okay, what are we supposed to do? And are you allowed to do that? And it looked okay. Like, I mean, they're, they're thinking, They, you know, it's like, what? And uh, yeah, they don't know what to do.
0: I do see a lot of them bring their parents into those those videos though and try and learn something too. So I, I got to give it up for that. But you know, I've taken um, dance lessons. I've literally taken dance lessons to learn how to slow it down like that. And because it just, I didn't start there. It just never, mm-hmm. it doesn't stay with me. Um, but I got to give it up to all the two-steppers out there. I'm super um, enamored by all of you.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, in a time of social distance where they want you to stay apart and come together, most folks weren't happy about you being in a space in the first place. So, yeah, it's, it's a whole other yeah. vibration we're dealing with today. And somehow we got to figure out a way to break it down uh so we can get back to that because it's that imperative and you are right I've always been
0: very careful about my space I like particular people I like particular things I don't mince words about that but I also like the proximity that I am to people I don't think you need to be all up on me I just don't right um but I'm sure that has a lot to do with everything we just talked about and so in in order for me to even want to slow dance with you we got to know you just can't be pulling me up (laughs) there's just one dude i will i don't know this man's name but back in the day when we used to always go to like um shows i mean like early 2000s not recent um whenever there was a cumbia or um something like very fast-paced um that everybody would start to well the latino folks in the spot would start um, pairing up and dancing, I would just stand there like, I don't know what to do. And there was always this one dude. I can't, I don't remember his name. He would just come grab me and show me how to do that dance because, and I'm fairly certain it's because I always looked lost. Like what are we doing now? I don't know nothing about this. Um, and I wish he was still around because. He really, you know, you have to take control sometimes and show somebody how to do something. And, and I know I don't come off as someone that would want that. Right. And I would have never asked for it. But if you just, you know, in a kind way, not all crazy, um, well, show somebody how to, how to, you know, well, like do something this, they're not this, familiar this, with, this, this works. Is,
1: this is why it's so important. we got to get back to morals and values. Just being a, knowing what it means to be a gentleman and knowing what it means to be a lady. And knowing what it means to to be socially um, uh, just adults in in, in a social setting, you know, where where there's respect and love, kindness, and compassion for one another without Mm -hmm. it get crazy and, you know, strange and all that business.
0: Oh, I know how to, you know. I also, if I wasn't, as you say, if I wasn't vibing with somebody, you can't just come up and grab me to go to the dance floor. There will be a conversation. Um, but there's something about someone holding their hand out properly and being like, let's Correct. do this. And you're like, what? Right. And show you yeah. how, you know? Come right.
1: yes. um, um, yeah. oh. oh, did you have a question? No, I was saying yes. Oh. Much respect. Kudos. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of, you know, going out and people being social together, um, do you have a favorite venue that you like to experience music in? And it doesn't necessarily have to be you know, just music, but, you know, art. Um, things that things culture. Is there a particular venue in the world? It doesn't have to be,
1: you know Oh well well I'll say this. You know, one of them one of my favorite places of, of all, no matter where I would be to to receive music or present music is in some form of an art gallery uh, or art setting. That has to be the best and, right. and my my choice, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just something about. Well, obviously, I mean, it just makes sense, right? Art, music, and culture, it just goes hand in hand. Nice. You know, it's like you feel free in that creative space. Mm-hmm.
0: You feel seen. Correct. Right. Um. And speaking of experience, um, your third track, um, is thinking about you, uh, from the Robert Glasper Experiment. Um, it's the K remix. Um, and we talk about K Trinata a lot here. Um, and I love Glasper. So, um, I would love for you to share, uh, what your favorite Glasper combo is. Is it the the trio? Is it when he's got all the different one offs with folks like Black Radio? Is it when it's Derek Hodge and um, Casey Benjamin? What's what's your favorite incarnation of Glasper and all of his uh, genius?
1: Well, I have to say, Double Booked is really where it stands for me because I love. And for book. those
0: that are not familiar, that's the
1: the LP Double Booked. Right. And uh, I love the diversity, you know, as you just shared with the audience about Robert. I mean, he can take you in a trio setting uh, or he can go ahead and take you in a soulful uh, electronic setting as we speak of jazz and fusion and soul music. So um, yeah, I mean, and then of course, Kate Trinata, one of the hottest producers today Mm-hmm. Since Adila and Amad uh I mean, just kudos to to Brother Patronada in Canada, um, and that collaboration—you know—to get one of the top jazz artists of today collaborating with one of the top uh, beat makers and producers today, uh, man, what a beautiful combination! And uh, yeah, that really resonated with me. And once again. Uh, On the underground, if you will, hey, here you have two incredibly talented producers or underground producers in some sense, um, you know, making a love song, you know, and not necessarily uh, a true ballad, but something that everyone can feel and vibe to, whether you're just in a social setting, having a conversation and a drink, or if you do want to get up. And asked the lady for her hand. And okay. um, have you seen Robert Glasper live? I yes, but he was sitting in with Nicholas Payton and oh. Yo Oakland when I saw. Nice. him. Nice,
0: yeah, yeah, he used to be at Yoshi's quite quite often. Actually, I think that may have been the l- no, the last place I think was New Orleans. That Star and I. Were able to see him in um and he just i mean he's also an aries just yeah. like um we mentioned a musician and just so um oh, how, how do i he's fun yeah. it's not just about being um and i think that's how he's able to make jazz accessible to folks who may or may not even mm-hmm. know that they like jazz he has um a youthful exuberance about him and the music that pulls you in even if you don't recognize straight ahead jazz and just as you mentioned all the various um y- you know collaborative efforts that he puts right. together it's easy to see how he could be so charming as to maybe i think i don't like jazz but i like this version um with these particular musicians i like when he's with this drummer or this you know Mm-hmm. vocalist and it's just um he's a well-rounded musician and i just I, I love that
1: about him and and yeah to your point that's how he's able to really bridge so many connections yeah. musically uh, and with other fellow artists and musicians he doesn't take himself too seriously like you say he, he does like to have fun but one thing i do love is he takes the music seriously yep Whatever he puts his hands on, you know, you're getting the best. That's it. That's it. I remember
0: going to see Maxwell live and not knowing. I thought like, wow, he's got a full band. Like you see the whole band set up. Oh, yes. And you think, I wonder who would Maxwell have for his band, right? And then you see Glasper come out and you're like, oh, we about to have a show. (laughs) Um, This is, you know, he's not playing around. And I think that's the caliber of artist. Mm -hmm. um that he is and so um i was happy to see him as your number three um artist on your five song playlist
1: yes indeed
0: um what was one of my other questions so sometimes we have friends who as a dj you have friends to walk in a room no not even as a dj as a human being sometimes i'll be in a room let's just say that and someone will walk in, maybe I know them, maybe I don't, but because I listen to music so much, you just hear a theme song. Do you have a personal theme song that you hear in your head when you're about to, like, rock the mic? Is there something um, that, like, you know, I have a co-worker. Hers is actually Eye of the Tiger, which I I I don't want to fight nobody. I'm not trying to, come. you know what I mean? Um no. I think a theme song matches the cadence of the person and their aura. Um, But I also think you can have them for yourself. Mm -hmm. A, do you have a theme song for yourself that maybe people don't know about? And B, why not? And C, when we going to get one?
1: (laughs) If if the answer is no.
0: You're shaking your head now. So I'm assuming there isn't.
1: No, no. Really?
0: You don't hear any music when you're about to do anything.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I hear all kinds of music. I just don't hear one, you know, theme song. Um, You don't have a, this is,
0: this is going to be, tonight's the night theme song in your head. You don't hear like some Betty Wright or something?
1: Not really. No, I mean, you know, it's just, like you say, because the vibration can change at any point in time. True. Which makes me think of various songs, but. It's not like I have a particular theme song. I will say this. I have particular artists, if you will.
0: That are in the that are yeah. kind of in your psyche yeah. when you're getting yeah. amped up. Yeah. Okay. And I
1: can name, I can name them. Hit it. You know. So I mean people want to know, Prince, Leonard. Prince, yes. Raphael Sadiq, Uh geez, uh, Oof, Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Uh, I know. knew there was something. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there no. had to be a vibe. Come on. Uh loose ends. Yeah. SOS yeah. band. You know, uh oh well, you know, Omar is is you know how I resonate with Omar. Mm-hmm. Um so and um but yeah, those are artists that literally I mean, you're going to think of DJ Mr. Leonard and my energy and vibration. Yeah, that's that's what produced me. You got to go there.
0: What well, can I tell you something? Because mm-hmm. that's not like you're the first person I've talked to this about. I talk to these <laughs> things about uh, with a lot of folks and in Frank D's mind, he ha- he has a theme song mm-hmm. for you when he sees you and he can even kind of do the vibe that he thinks this is a mr leonard vibe so that's why i was asking you oh and the artist was
1: omar oh yeah see
0: so i was a little concerned when you were naming off artists i'm like oh poor frank he's not saying any but you saved it for last and so he's gonna be so happy to realize that the theme song in his mind that he has when he sees mr leonard walk through a room is omar related this just gonna
1: so yeah so so we want to yeah if we want to pick one for me it would definitely be yeah we can say it would be from omar look at this look
0: at frank d go ahead Ah. i I like it when it all i was worried there i was like i guess he was wrong but no he wasn't um but that's a good segue because track four is also from a soul collective a british soul collective and omar is british um your fourth song is from a group that I only learned about through Giles Peterson a few years ago, Mm -hmm. but could never find anything anywhere other than Giles Peterson. And then this past, like two summers ago, they like released something and then they released something while we're all on COVID. And Mm -hmm. I still don't know how these people look. I don't know anything about them. And it's so awesome. To have that feeling, the feeling that you were explaining at the beginning of the show, not knowing who the artist is and having that mystery um, shroud them um, and getting to experience them. And so it's kind of brilliant that your fourth uh, track is Masterpiece by Salt because they are definitely all the things you've talked about. Um, sort of, they encapsulate all that. Can you uh, talk to us a little bit about why you chose Masterpiece?
1: Um, First of all, Salt to me, uh, at this present moment in time that we are in, I haven't, in all my years, I haven't heard high musical art like this and conscious music and art like this Oh, my God. The last groundbreaking high-end musical art I've heard from a group. Mm -hmm. This level would have been a public enemy many Mm -hmm. years ago. And I say that so much so because sometimes when people are so cutting edge, you're like, I don't even know if I'm ready for this or like it's going to take me some time to digest this. But then when you do and you realize the brilliance of it all, it's just, it's powerful. And when I heard Salt, I was like, wait a minute. Is this this 2020, whatever it is? Mm -hmm. And there's really a group uh, of artists like making this music right now, today, on this level, with this consciousness, I mean, just in the most elite way, Mm -hmm. you you know, I mean, just the finest of fine art. And, and, And I knew right away, 20 years from now, for those who it's going to take that long for them to catch up with this, I want to get the vinyl now. And the vinyl is going up in price as we speak because of its value. Okay, so you want to invest in this project. That's how important it is at this time that we're living in.
0: And as he speaks, y'all can't see, but he's got nothing but music related memorabilia, music um, in various um, mediums behind them. So it's just not off the cuff. This is a well thought out take (laughs) on what this um, means to my brother, Lynn and um i'm so glad you, you chose it i think you're the third person that's had salt on their list and you all um share the same um sense of urgency when sharing about um you know the band and um shout out to Giles peterson for putting people on i, I oh. mean that's how i found out I'm, I'm sure everybody has their own you know in um but i just i at first I wanted to know all these things. And now I'm like, I don't need to know all these things. Um, this mystery is how we all got into music to begin with. We didn't yeah. have access to all the things that we do now. And so I'm just going, you know, set with it and enjoy it. And that's what we're doing mm-hmm. and getting to talk about it too. So oh. we're not... oh, tell us about some upcoming events that you may or may not have uh, going on um, here in Fresno. This is a, a You know a worldwide uh well not worldwide i don't know what it is it's on spotify so it (laughs) can be wherever
1: you are now so so you're right you're correct you're good so
0: (laughs) if you're in the central valley and you're in fresno where can folks find uh mr leonard um and all of his musical
1: tastes i'll i'll do global and local how about do it Ah. do it (laughs) so globally you can follow me on mixcloud okay Right. and okay. how would
0: they with the, under what
1: name? DJ Mr. Leonard and uh, no periods or, or any of that it's just straight DJ Mr. Leonard and um, you can follow me in all the musical mixes and you know uh, up to date musical mixes that I share or try to share on a monthly basis mm-hmm. um, locally so uh, we just paid tribute to the memorial of Prince Rogers Nelson at Shep's Club, uh, downtown Fresno, and kudos to Shep's Club for supporting local artists and uh, music and musicians uh, throughout the pandemic, uh, and just in general, uh, supporting you know, good local music artists and bands. Um,
0: is was- Shep's Club Shepherds Inn? Is it the restaurant?
1: Yeah, So it's it's it, it was formerly the Basque Old Basque <sighs> restaurant down. Okay. The station.
0: It's no longer that.
1: So now it is a multi-million dollar renovation, uh, farmers market, bistro, coffee shop, wine. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, full bar wine and bistro and 22 airbnbs with a back courtyard and stage uh set up for music and brunch and gatherings
0: and that in the form in the space that was formerly the basque restaurant
1: correct Correct.
0: oh i had no idea. listen when they said shelter in the voya did that so i don't know a lot of things that are happening currently right now but i do see that it's called chef's inn um, and I was not sure wh- what that situation looked like. So now it's a new owners it's um, and they have all these things available
1: currently. Correct. Oh, wow. And Airbnb too. 22 Airbnbs. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's smart. So, that's good business.
1: That's Kudos to this business. Cause they've been supporting local artists and music and musicians uh, throughout the, um, pandemic and mm-hmm. that's pretty much when they uh had their grand opening is right you know when this was all just unfolding oh really so, uh yeah so uh i did the prince tribute down there in april and uh, i almost got to the fin- to the finale of you know uh the event but the power went out downtown in the area. So we didn't get to play Purple Rain and we had to cut it short.
0: Maybe that was my man's.
1: But it still was a major success. And with that said, my next major event at Shep's Club uh, is going to be Prince's birthday uh, weekend, June 12th, which is a Saturday. Uh, Open to the public, uh, no cover. uh, Starts from 7 p.m., on till we go, may go beyond 10, 11 o'clock. But um, we're going we're to do it again. The celebration continues. Although I will be at Chef's Club uh, as a summer series uh, beginning this Friday evening uh, from 7 to 10 p.m. for those who may want to come and explore and check it out downtown. Um, and Saturday, I'll be at Vinnie Vici's. Uh, back again with uh, Tony, aka DJ Dog Plasma, for uh, another rendition of Soul Sessions. Um, and uh, the following weekend, uh, which will be Friday. Labor Day. No, Memorial Day, right? The 28th. The 28th. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, correct. Uh, at, on the patio, uh, first time in over two years at Goldstein's uh in the tower district uh, beginning at 9 p.m once again open to everyone uh so yeah that's what i have coming up
0: now are these places um do they enforce masks what's the situation as someone that's not gone out are these places so, where
1: so right now um the places that i'm at they don't enforce masks. that's up to your own If you wanna wear a mask or wanna enforce wearing a mask, you can do so. But if you choose not to, uh, that's respected as well. So, yeah.
0: Which brings us to our last track for your five song playlist, which is Teach Me by Sir, who we love here. I love some Sir. I don't know if you've caught the, I'm not the biggest Charlemagne fan, um you know whatever to each his own but i saw him i saw sir interviewed on the breakfast club and he made light of his name and this brother so eloquently explained to him the importance of his name and why he is called sir and so for all listeners out there that are not familiar with this artist i even if you've never seen the breakfast club just google that on youtube and just watch that um, and then listen to his music because it will give you more uh, perspective of, you know, the type of uh, individual it takes to put these sort of, um, this sort of music together. So if you wouldn't mind sharing um, why you chose this track and where people can find it, it's on a soundtrack that they might not be familiar with.
1: Yes, this, that, and, and exactly. So um, I saw the, the film. Uh, and I had heard the song, I believe, uh, on YouTube because uh, I have some other music by Sir. I didn't know it was Sir that, you know, on the soundtrack. So after seeing the film and uh, uh, singing on the soundtrack then that really brought uh, my attention uh, to the song. But, you know, if someone was to ask me right now, like, is there a song DJ, Mr. Leonard, that is really resonating with you at this time. Well, at the time, um, you know, that you uh, had reached out to me. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good question. That was uh, that was the song that was really resonating with me at that particular moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to share it because it just seemed to fit. You know, if you listen to the song, you'll get the feel and the vibe uh, as we talk about loving vibrations or just music you know with good vibes and good Mm -hmm. you know so anyway that's how i um got into it and uh, i'm trying to think of the name of the film the soundtrack oh uh
0: judas and the black messiah
1: thank you thank you judas and the black messiah yeah people haven't checked out that soundtrack that's not too bad and and that song in particular by sir definitely is one of the hottest tracks on there uh in my opinion
0: well, I'm so happy that you shared that with us. And this list too, a five song uh, playlist on love. As I said at the top of the hour, this is only the second person to tackle the topic. And I just, I'm so um, proud of both of you um, for doing that and sharing uh, these playlists with both myself and the listeners. And just hope that it was enjoyable for you to kind of share with folks um, you know, some of the things you're listening to right now. And I love that last question of yours of just saying what's it, who's an artist or song that's like stuck in your head uh, currently um, and that it's Sir makes it even better. My last question for you this evening, Mr.
1: Leonard. Yes, yes indeed.
0: How do you stay sucker free? <laughs> I got to ask everybody. Everybody well, ain't able.
1: Well, that that is true. That is true. Uh, I eat my vegetables. I drink plenty of water. Make sure I get good dose of sunlight <laughs> I stay in my lane and I just keep moving forward <laughs>
0: this,
1: is this,
0: is, this is the best um, um, recipe for being sucker free and uh, we appreciate you uh, sharing uh, the pro, the playbook uh, with others you too can be sucker free, eat your vegetables get you some sunlight um, you know, stay hydrated and keep moving
1: That's it. yeah, yeah Give all praise to the universal goddess and just keep it moving. There we go. There you go.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We hope you enjoyed getting to know this week's guest, Mr. Leonard. Uh, We invite you to like and subscribe via our Spotify page, Sucker Free Sunday Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram for updates. Same name um, on our guests, playlist and suggested Sucker Free activities. You can still get our Sucker Free Donuts. Um, every Sunday at Sprinkles uh, Donuts, um, as well as our new um, our, our newest Sucker Free uh, Donut, which will be coming out in June. Also in honor of Prince, because um, if there's anything we like around here, it's the purple one. Um, so thank you so much, Leonard, for being here this evening. We're going to air this on Sunday. I forgot what today is. Uh, we're going <laughs> to air this on Sunday uh the 23rd which is okay. my little brother's birthday okay yes right. we go we go um air this on on my brother charles birthday um happy and uh birthday
1: to charles if i don't see yeah. thank
0: you thank you mm-hmm. and uh yeah we're just happy well, that you could join us
1: well i can't thank you enough and how can i get a sucker free t-shirt i'm a i'm a large just fyi there we go i am write it down when That's i get them Yes. I right do Yes. Hope I can embrace this uh, stage again.
0: All right. Thank you so much for being with us, brother. You have a lovely evening. And uh, when we get that swag made out, we will definitely be in touch. L-
1: likewise, my my Aryan sister, peace, right. love and light. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>